Hello, and welcome to Cumanera. I'm Kelrick. My pronouns are he, him, and I will be your baby GM today. We are playing Numenera by Monty Cook Games, and <laughs> with me is my fabulous cast. Hi, I'm Jess. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm playing Tiuna, a nano who rides the lightning. I am Aaron. My pronouns are they, them, and we'll be playing Rylu, a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tongue. Hi, I'm Kenny, and my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be playing Hillian Jossa. Hillian is an <laughs> earnest jack who howls at the moon. Awesome. I think it's Hillian who's giving us the recap today. He is giving you the recap. He, these are his thoughts as they are in a chamber. We fought some steel spiders and Tiuna got hurt. I need to be more cautious about suggesting the use of new Monera. Think, Hillian. Think. Tiuna has a lot of metal bits that would have injured or even killed her. Rylu used their cunning while I held Tiuna to extract the razor web filaments injected by the steel spiders. We explored the winding hallways and found a large banquet hall that had belonged to large creatures. This place is all twisty-turny with winding hallways and corridors. One led to a large room with spires and gave us a view of where we are. This looks like a huge city. Lots of rooms and ancient structures. One room had a large table with a cipher on it and some instructions. We think this is the place that Daxum found the new Monera. Jacques seems hungry, and I'm not sure what happened next, but Tuna convinced Rylu to hold the piece of new Monera. They think that the new Monera holds the key to all the problems for Adjadwan. Then there was an accident. Large glowing lights were coming from the chamber above, and little Jacques was shaken by the brightness. Rylu used such poetry to convince Jacques and me that it would be okay to go up and see. There was a hologram of other beings. Y you know, I bet they used to live here. Th they didn't look like they were doing that great. They resembled the people of Adradwan with their scales and extra limbs, but this hologram looked like they had an illness because their, their scales were all dull and some of them were flaking off. I couldn't understand them and what they were saying, but Tiuna used her talents to figure out their words. Below, where we found the cipher in the Numenera, something is wrong. A Numenera is being built. It's large, glowing, and we're figuring out what we want to do. Nice. So before we start today, I wanted to just talk about one little technical thing that I did. If you all look at your character sheets, you'll see that I've given all of you two experience points. Woo! Pause. You've rolled so many ones, I haven't had to. I haven't had to give you experience for my GM intrusions. And if I don't give you experience, you can't tell me not to give you GM intrusions. <laughs> and you can't level and you can't do anything to make your character stronger. So I figure we've had enough. All of you get two, and then we'll try to have GM intrusions that <laughs> work us towards you all being able to level or do something fun with your characters. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Okay. And action. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Tiuna, you take the lead. Uh, we, I don't know why we're even going down there. I, I know we need to stop it, but I, I think that it's probably important. You should go first, though. <laughs> How polite of you. Yeah, I'll go first. That's fine. Lead the way. <laughs> um, and yeah, Tiana heads back to try to see, just back to the machine that that made the last one. Sure. And as you get back down, the the space is exactly the same. You see that the the creation bay is glowing very brightly, and you can you still just see that it's a globe that's being built of some sort, but it's about halfway to slightly more than that built and you have options to do whatever it still has the ladder in front of it so you can climb up and do what you're going to do or well to talk about dimensions like what's the size of this thing so as it's still being built you don't know what the dimensions will be but currently it's probably about let's say 24 inches across 
and a little bit more than half of that fall. Um, so Tina is going to get closer to the bay that's creating it mm-hmm. um, and not climb the ladder yet, but she's going to just sort of like reach out with her electricity and um, it wouldn't be visible to like Killian or, or Riley, but what she can see is just like little just sort of like streaks of electricity kind of like crawling around that bay area um to use her scan ability to try to see exactly if she can figure out exactly what this is okay the scan ability allows you to sense numenera in the area and anything Uh, yeah so it um it reveals its level or a measure of how powerful dangerous or difficult it is and i learned whatever facts the gm feels are pertinent about the matter and energy in that area okay it's very powerful and it <laughs> creates Numenera and its energy source appears to be underneath the the flooring actually like it's not it's being powered from below where you're standing yeah other than that it's exactly what you've experienced before it's something with some sort of buttons with symbols that you can hit combinations of and it seems to create Numenera that you have no idea what they do <laughs> Uh, do I get any sort of reading on the the Numenera that's being created or just the the table? The Numenera that is being created, you can only tell that it's being built and that it is having a lot of energy poured into it. But since it's not complete, there's not really it's not activated. So there's nothing to know about what it is until that's that process is finished. So it could literally be anything. Okay. Uh, Rileo, uh, I need to just set down that staff because I need my scarf. All right. I, uh, okay. This seems a bit unnecessary, but, and then they'll, they'll put it down and, uh, the, I'm going to say they just set it close to the, one of the. Hillian oh. like steps in and is like, here, uh, if you want to just put it in the bag, I mean, we don't necessarily need to hold it the whole time. Right. I, I think the idea is just that we want to make sure we want to be careful not to touch it. Yeah, I mean, I know what's in there, and little Jacques will stay on my shoulder. You're right. better with this stuff than I am. Uh, you do what you want with it, and Riley like sets it down on the ground, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, do you have a like a cloak or a blanket or a shirt, any kind of cloth that we can wrap this in before you put it in your bag? Uh, I'm like, I'm sure Hillian has some sort of a, like adventuring like. Brag shirt. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Y'all just wear the same clothes every day. Or yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, Tuna will like wrap it in whatever cloth she can find in Hillian's bag, and then like put it in there very gently. Like try to sort of cradle it around other soft things so it doesn't get jostled too badly. And then she'll wrap her scarf around her, her indestructible scarf, and she is going to uh, try to open the panel like at the bottom of the that bay thing, so she can get at whatever is powering. The is Numenera there panel? Is there? I don't know. She's she's going to try to like find a way to open it to get underneath there. And right. it's like with the Nat 20, there's a panel otherwise. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, pretty much. I mean, let's let's do a, I mean, you, let's say a TD, constantly five for trying to find a way into this completely alien tech <laughs> you know next to nothing about. Can I use my understanding Numenera to try to like... Certainly. (laughs) To try to determine like, well, I know that it's being powered in some way, so there's Mm got to be a way for me to like get in. I definitely make sure that, you know, it's a reasonable task difficulty with your abilities. Okay. What, remind me what five is, what the role for five would be? Uh, It's times three. Okay, so I need to do a little bit more, I think. Well, with your, so it's a five, and then you use your knowing Numenera, which drops it down to a four. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a 12. Yeah. You can expend effort, or if you have something else in your inventory that you think would help you with that, then you can apply that. But what do you want to do? Um. Yeah, I'll expend effort. Okay. And use my understanding of an era. Mm-hmm. Figures. Crap. Yeah. You you move all around and it looks like just a solid, like, if you believed in that sort of thing, you would think that they molded it out of the ground. Like, it's all one <laughs> big piece of whatever this is. <laughs> metal. 
Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Tiana will turn back and say, hey, uh, I can tell that this thing is being powered from underneath the floor somehow, so we need to figure out how to get down there and turn this off. Can anyone see a way to like get underneath the floor and turn this off? Well, I do have that spider filament. If we start wrapping it around the edge, it might cut through it, but I don't know what that may or may not damage or cause. So while uh, Tiuna and Riley are discussing this, I think Hillian's like starting to climb up the ladder to get on top of the table again. Cool. I love Hillian so much. The Numenera is three quarters of the way done. Okay. Do we still have the kind of translating Rosetta Stone <laughs> thing for some of the markings? You have a recipe with three symbols, basically like step one, step two, step three. Press, press, press. That's what you have. <laughs> So, well, okay, so like, given like what was made uh, and and the different buttons being pressed, do you think I could use a uh, intelligent intellect role to kind of deduce what each of those buttons would do or mean? That it's a language you have no experience with. Yes. You know nothing about. You know that. If I hit these three buttons, it creates a rod that does this. Yes. So it, you could do a DC seven check, which means you would have to expend effort in order to drop it down and get anywhere at all. Okay. That's a 21 roll. Yeah. Uh, so Hillian's going to be up there, like just puzzling over this as like Tiuna's kind of circling the base, looking for a, a way to open up a panel. And then they start having that conversation. And so they will try to deduce, like if there is a button that might stop it. Um, so they will obviously apply effort. So that'll make it a DC six. Cool. Let's do this. All right. Roll her up. Oh, that was two. <laughs> The first one was the first one. <laughs> uh, huh. I like the 20 way more, honestly. <laughs> yeah, the first one was the first one. <laughs> Hands up for the 20? I mean, hmm. there's three against one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Luckily, one has God features. <laughs> sure, I will respect the natural 20. And I will say, what do you want to know? I'm just looking at the buttons and, mm -hmm. uh, or Hillian's just looking at the buttons and he wants to press one that will either pause it or just stop what's going on. And so, like, if there's, like, a big red X, <laughs> something that looks like it would just, like, turn the machine off. <laughs> All right. So here's what I'll do for you with this. Yeah. I will let you roll percentile dice with a 50-50 chance, press high-low, that you can find something that pauses this, there will be an additional effect if you pause it. Okay. What are you picking? Oh, I assumed it was high, but... We'll roll that again with you informing me of what you're picking. <laughs> cool. I'm picking high. I don't okay. know it. Yeah. 56. Oh, got it. Cool. The Jiminy Crickets, the Numenera stops and it is locked in place. It cannot be touched. It cannot be moved. It is glowing brightly. You can do some uh, perception checks. However, the med bay to the southwest suddenly kicks on and starts powering up. You don't know what it's doing, but it started doing something now. Um, I, I think I got this one, uh, y'all. Uh, but I, I don't know. The button looks like this, and Hillian describes the button or what the symbol is on the button. Um, I, I don't know if it just passes things on or if it just makes things go to the next phase. Uh, um, but maybe that table over there has one, too. <laughs> Don't you two think that maybe we should just get out of here? If this is a chain, it could be very bad. We have what we came for. If if it's a chain, what's to say if we just like leave now, we won't power up this entire city and make things worse? There's nothing here. What are we going to power up? This is in another dimension through a tree. I'm not worried. Nothing well, here. Do you not see all of the... What, 
what do you call all these things that have been turning on? The hologram and the machine? What? What? What part of all of these things says nothing to you? This means nothing. This is the ruins of an ancient civilization that is long gone. If we leave now and just go back to get our job done, nothing here will be consequential of what uh, what happens when we return. Um, but our job is kind of not only to help the, the citizens of Adrodwan, but it's also to kind of explore and find some new things. Um, and we've only been to like three rooms. <laughs> Well, I, I'm definitely done with exploring this place because it seems very dangerous, but I also don't think we should just leave it with everything turned on because who knows what that could cause. Um, maybe we should just try to find a way to power off just to like make sure we're cutting power permanently to the entire city so that we don't have to worry about it. And then we go back and hope that your thing fixes everything because I'm still not convinced. Rylu, the moody 17-year-old, rolls their eyes <laughs> and uh, and just says, you can never leave well enough alone, either of you. All right, fine, let's go. I would think that if anyone has an investment in a vested interest in making sure we're not causing trouble with, new, with unknown Numenera, it would be the one who's so concerned all the time about how scary and intimidating <laughs> Numenera is. If we get out of here, it's no longer my problem. We need to get this job done and Adro so that I can go home. Rilo, you seem upset. Is, is there anything that I can do? Hillian, it's okay. We can, for, for you, we can go and do whatever we need to do. Hillian, no one is ever upset with you. Don't you worry. No, I, I, I mean, this is a very tense situation. I, I get it. I mean, we could be building a huge bomb for all I know. It's true, but if that were the case, no one would blame you. Oh. Okay, I, I just want to make sure that everyone's okay. Rylu puts their arm around Hillian and goes, You two know about this stuff. Lead on. Okay, let's just look for... I mean, it seems like the this particular bay is being powered by something underneath the floorboards or like under the floor here. So if we can start by just turning off the the machine around this level, maybe we can figure out a way to, to power down the entire city um, or maybe just turning this stuff off will help us power down the entire city. Or we can see what happens when this thing is done powering up because maybe it'll just power down on its own. I just feel like we can't leave before we know for sure. Would you all like me to head down to the next place to see what's going on, if it's something similar? Uh, we all know that I can climb across those gaps a little bit easier, or would you rather me stay here? I don't think anybody should do anything alone. That, that you know, we haven't explored any of this place, and if we just pushed one button and we built something that could change everyone into these scaly people, what else could there be? Um, are there any other uh, platforms that that seem to be activated that we can see from where we are right now? No. All you see when you look out over the the city as a whole is that green light down below you, and then 20 foot up, you can still see the radiant light from that hologram that's just on repeat. Hey, what's going on on that medical table? Are you still up top on the on the ladder at the table you're on? I, I, I got back down, so I guess we'd have to move... <laughs> Move everything over to that table. <laughs> yeah, there, it's above your head. Uh, which which platform is it that has the now new uh, activity going on? Is it the one to the, the, the south? The same one you're on. So you are facing the north with the Numenera Builder thing you've been working on. There are mm. two medical tables that are on the same platform to the southeast and southwest. The one that's on the southwest is the one that is activated with a light. Oh, sorry. I totally thought it was like a whole other platform, like another. Yeah. Okay. Nope. It's all on the same floor. Caught up. It might be that this is connected to the one you have. It might be that the whole thing's an integrated stem. Could be anything. I'm not a Numenera expert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. Maybe Rylu is impulsive and just tries to climb up. Well, we have a ladder. Yeah. Yeah, let's say Rylu does it. Let's say Rylu like pulls the ladder over and climbs up because they're getting impatient. Okay. No, be be careful going up there. There are probably lots of buttons like on this other one, and the only one I pushed looks like it has a couple of squigglies and a dot in the top right corner. Um, 
and it looks kind of like a star, but not really. Squiggly dot star. I got it. <laughs> okay, so you climb up on this uh, table that looks you know, basically like it'd be a medical table for you know, the beings that you saw up top, like really large. And what you see is that the platform is glowing in the center and the glowing light is sort of this indigo color. And it looks like a pool of liquid that's indigo that's gr glowing is starting to fill from the center out sort of sort of just like this pool of i don't know do you touch it do you what <laughs> no part pass on touching it uh maybe an investigation check would help you pure intellect roll and you can do a perception check since you have no idea what this is it would be pretty hard we'll say td5 but go for it. You can do that, or you can call out for to someone else to do it. You can do whatever you want. That's what we'll, you see. So I'll do my roll, and then I'm going to call out to someone definitely. But I'll just do, I'm going to do a, a straight roll, because sure. there's no reason Rylu should know what this is, but they could try. Why not? I don't know. Fantasy Grounds has been on a hot streak for y'all, so let's see what happens. All right, let's see. Um, oh, I'm going just... to give you my first one. Ah, uh, uh, I should have. That's fine. Nope. So as far as you're concerned, this is just indigo liquid that is pooling out from the center of a lit space that is giving off a bright indigo light. Does it look like it's going to overflow or is there like an actual indent for this purpose? There's no indent that you can see. So there's just liquid starting to flow out of the middle of this table. Yep. Uh, so Rylu turns around and goes, all right, so this looks bad. There's some strange liquid flowing out of the center of this table. And I don't know about you, but I've never seen a table have liquid come out of the center. We either want to get out of here or someone that knows more about this stuff can come up here. But are there are there buttons? Not a button to be seen. Levers? Nope, no levers. Cranks. Liquids, liquids, lots of liquids. So, no, no cranks, no dials. So let's roll that back. There are buttons on here, like a medical bay. You know, <laughs> oh, I thought it was a table, so I was like, oh, there's no buttons on a table. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said okay. I think imagine like a uh, like a Star Trek med bay table, you know? Yeah. I think that's is that does that sound yeah. accurate? Sort of yes. like so, so it looks like a table, but it's also like there's kind of like equipment all around it and like panels probably. Uh the buttons are just like <laughs> they're like preschool buttons where they're like really big and you know, push and stuff. But yes, the, and they're there. <laughs> so maybe I can still pull this off. Is there a button that looks similar to what Hillian described? A stop button? A star uh, with squigglies and a dot? With your roll, you don't see it. But you see lots of buttons. Oh, I thought that was an... Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, I, uh, there, there, there are buttons. There, I'm a liar. There are plenty of buttons. Uh, none of them look like the ones that you described, though. There's Does plenty the of room up here. <laughs> Does the liquid seem to be doing anything? Is it interacting with anything up there or is it just pooling? For now, it's just pooling. I don't know if it's going to stop though. And I don't want to be near it if it doesn't. Yeah, probably get down off the ladder. Yeah, I'll climb down. It looked pretty big. So I was assuming I was like on the table at this point, but I could climb back on down. Mm -hmm. right. Um, Tina's going to climb up the ladder real quick and get one of the, the drop scales that she had collected from around town. Um, and just like reach over and just drop it, being very careful like not to touch or not to get any of the liquid on her and just drop it into the liquid to, just to see if anything happens. Okay. Nothing happens immediately. Are you just gonna sit and watch it? What are you gonna do? Um, she's she's gonna keep an eye on the liquid to make sure it's not getting too close to her, but she'll basically like, she's conducting an experiment. She's gonna give it a minute to see if any sort of reaction happens, but if the liquid gets too close to her, she's, she wants to make sure that it doesn't touch her since she doesn't know what it is. Okay. Um, and she'll also uh, just sort of call down like, hey, as I said, I think the power, like I think the power is coming from underneath the floor. So I'm going to try to figure out what this liquid is. You two try to figure out how to just cut all the power off. Oh, okay. Do you think you're going to be fine up there? I'm like, I'll, I'm, I just want to see if anything happens with it and try to figure out what it is. I'll make sure the liquid doesn't get on me. And as soon as I can try to figure this out, I'll help you try to figure out how to turn the power off if you haven't figured it out. But I would say start with like trying to get underneath one of these tables and looking for, Look for something. Maybe don't touch anything until you tell me what it is. Definitely. Okay. Rylu, <laughs> you help Hillian find you. Rylu, you don't touch anything. 
Killian, you look for a way to turn the power off. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Rylou hears that sass and immediately is like, all right, listen. <laughs> it's like, um, I'm going to touch everything. <laughs> exactly. So Rylou pulls out their uh, steel spider filament and starts trying to cut through the uh, undercard. Just like a sliver, though, not like a not, chunk. Oh, not the one oh. that I'm on, though, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to retroactively say no, because you told me to get under this thing, and this is something Riley would do, so I apologize. Oh, my God, Riley. I'm not talking about, like, taking a big old chunk out of it, just, like, trying to open up an access panel with, like, a lightsaber, basically. I'm good with careful movement. We're fine. Okay. I am going to... I love our relationship. This is great. <laughs> I'm going to give you a um, roll your roll percentile dice and Me? no, Rylu and okay. higher low and the the margin is 3070. I think that's a 5. Did that work oh, for you? It did not show up for me. That uh, like that. Click, oh, I like my 5 better, but okay. <laughs> okay. Your um your spider filament snaps. That was my roll. Oh, Wait. Guys. Oh, okay. I was like, I've done it so many. It hey. does not snap. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get through the, the thing at all? No. Oh. Well, you don't get useless. through, but your spider filament doesn't snap. All right. Well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> well, that wasn't a very good idea to start with. So <laughs> probably for the best. These tables are made of something that they even this filament can't get through. That's strange. Um, Hillian's gonna circle it and use perception uh, to try to find an access panel on sure. this table. All right, same the same thing that uh, just had. So TD five, and then I will apply effort. Okay. Ugh. Your rolls have been hot. Let's see what happens. All right. They've been hot until you jinxed it just now. Right? What? Did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh little jinx. <laughs> yeah. Nope. You see nothing. Great. You don't even see a scratch where <laughs> Riley tried to cut it with the filament. Has, has anything happened yet with the scale and the goo? Uh, with the time you've spent up there, the goo has, <laughs> as you so eloquently put it, <laughs> <laughs> I need to go liquid. <laughs> I know goo when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Has actually stopped with about an inch around the edge of the table space before it would get to the buttons. And it seems like there's a some sort of field or something that it's slowly pooling up and starting to create a shape that is completely unfamiliar to you. This seems bad. Like a humanoid shape? Like a shape that is completely unfamiliar to you. <laughs> That's fair. You did just say unfamiliar. Um, okay. I've never seen a humanoid in my life. <laughs> um, all right. Can Tiuna investigate the, the buttons to see if she sees one that can potentially stop it? Absolutely. And what was it for um, Hillian or Rylu when you investigated there? Five for me, seven for Hillian. Yeah, so seven. So. But I gave them, or I gave both of them a description of what it looked like for me when I pressed the if button. If you're looking for that specific button, then it would not be as challenging since you are familiar with Numenera and you have the graft in your head. So I would say that, you know, you can deduce a little bit easier than the others can. So I would make it a five. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Did that, did you say that already took into account my understanding Numenera ability? No, no. I give you the base okay. number and then you apply what you're going to apply. Okay. I'm going to use my understanding Numenera because I'm investigating this whole shenanigans. Sure. Um, and then I will also apply effort Ugh. goodness just never Hi. mind <laughs> uh, welcome to your first gm intrusion of the day i'm gonna say that you think you found 
the right button and you feel super, super confident. It looks oh, no. like what you want. You have a choice now. I am going to give you an experience point. You can choose to accept that or you can refuse it and give me one of the experience points you have. I feel like whatever you have planned is definitely going to be really, really bad. Have I ever been evil to you? I mean, is that? A, are you really asking me that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, think of it this way: you also get to give out an experience point. So, really, you're just depriving Hillian if you don't do this. <laughs> That's fair because I would give it to Hillian. Oh, of course, you would give it to Hillian. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, Tuna, if she feels sure about it, she's probably going to press it. Excellent. So you are accepting the experience points, and who are you giving the other one to, and why? You need to have a reason why you would, why that person would gain experience instead of just, it, who. why would you give it to that person in the party? Um, in that case, I feel like I would give it to Rylu for being the one to, like, jump up on the table to try to investigate the liquid. Okay. So, and because Tiana and Riley were such good friends, such good friends, <laughs> they're frenemies to the end. Okay, we always get along. We agree about everything. <laughs> we never talk about each other when one of us is in a tree and the other isn't. <laughs> <laughs> we never push each other through portals. It's okay. That was not me. Thing going on. <laughs> I don't think I did that. Oh, you, you definitely did. did. You oh, totally beautiful. Did. That sounds like it. <laughs> that was, you pushed me through the tree portal and then started talking shit about how I fell through a tree portal. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, if that's not the most Ryler thing I've ever done. <laughs> okay, let's move forward. <laughs> you reach out and very confidently press a button that you think is the one that Hillian has described. And when you do, the... <laughs> the lights on all three consoles come back on. The Numenera starts up again. The other table across from you starts up. And from where you're standing, you can see that it also starts exuding this indigo liquid. The, and the one you're on, the scale you see sort of dissolves and start it starts what color was the scale you put in there um uh, i think most of the townspeople were green is that right no the only one who was green was at a and then the everyone else is just sort of this variegated non-specific just random colors very iridescent bland <laughs> okay because i think i was just collecting like whatever scales i saw so probably just like one of the bland colors okay i think you deliberately picked up some of at <laughs> at one point. That's probably true. Yeah, we'll say it's green. Okay, we'll say it's a lolly colored. And you see that it starts affecting the color and spreading out from there to where it's actually turning the liquid to the same color as the scale. And the liquid is still that iridescent, not iridescent, the um, indigo liquid is still coming up. And so it's starting from its point and then just working its way out. But that it is now probably about an inch off the table, and there's some sort of barrier holding it. But you have started up all of the tables. So if I press the button again, does anything happen? No. Um, okay, Tiana's going to jump down really quickly, like bite off one of her fingernails and throw it into the other pool, like the pool on the other table that just started. So that would be a really good throw because they're super high up, and, oh, I thought it was only like five feet. Um, well, from you, they're they're about to get it into the pool. I mean, it's basically a ten foot throw. I mean, and and that's not including the upward angle. So let's say it's like a thirteen foot throw if you're jumping off to get on the other table. I don't think a nail is gonna make that. So <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> it's up to you if you want to run over with the the ladder and go and do that. Totally fine. I'm just saying that uh, throwing a fingernail from <laughs> that 13 feet. Oh, no, I was saying like she gets down and like runs over to the table. So she's just like throwing it directly up. Um, can, but yeah, you... like maybe drag the ladder and just very quickly like try to get it into that, that pool to see if anything happens. Okay. So it'll take some time. And that Numenera behind you is building and 
getting close to finished. Uh, do you do know something's wrong? Uh, all, all the tables are going now. Yeah, I pressed the wrong button, apparently. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if this pool is creating a... I don't know, if it's somehow like creating one of those creatures. So here's the thing. If we die here, it's not going to matter what it's creating. Should we leave yet? And I'll, I'm going to say I'm making an executive decision that Ryler's nervous tick is they get out their whip and just start like doing tricks with it. <laughs> not, like, not, like, not like capoeira or anything, but like they'll just like start like hitting it against the ground type of thing. They're a weapons dancer. They're going to mess with their weapons when they're getting nervous. Yeah, there's no way that's going to backfire. <laughs> We're not like doing capoeira. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, no but I mean, in a room with, like, any button we touch makes another bad thing happen, and now someone is nervous and, like, nervously whipping something around. It seems like that's a really good idea. Any button we touch? I think not. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not the only one who and had something bad happen. Mr. pushes people into portals. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I got you. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> I love the chemistry of this group. This is my favorite. I love this. Okay. Jess, I need you to know, I, you're amazing. <laughs> I have so much fun with this. <laughs> okay, so what are Hillian and Rylu doing? Why? I mean, because <laughs> Tiuna has thrown a scale in, hit a button, climbed down a ladder, moved over five feet, climbed up a ladder, bitten off a nail, and thrown it into some liquid. Okay, so... We're doing well, something during that time. <laughs> after I... I say the thing uh, to Tina. I'm like, Rylu, help, help me get up on top of the, the first table. I, I, I want to push the button again. Anything Hillian wants, Hillian gets. We're going to help this sweet summer child. <laughs> <laughs> so you're climbing on right To the, the, the table with the, the cipher and the original buttons. All right. To be clear, you are using Rylu as a ladder to boost yourself up onto the table that is building the new Monera so you can hit the button. Yes. Okay. That is what's happening. I'm scared by your distinction. Well, I'm going to explain this new intrusion to you based <laughs> on the description of what just happened. You know there are buttons all over this table. Yes. And Hillian is reaching up precariously balanced on Rylu and blindly grabbing for a handhold on a table full of buttons. Yes. This is what's happening. The likelihood of hitting a random button or two as they try to find purchase seems like a logical thing to me as the DM. Yes. Therefore, <laughs> my GM intrusion for Kenny, if you would like to accept it, and take an experience point is you're going to hit several buttons at, on your way to climb up on this table. If it's good for the Nano, it's good for the Jack. <laughs> okay. Who are you giving your other experience point to? Riley for letting me use them as a ladder. Oh, <laughs> okay. Riley, you have four experience points. I do. Give them at any point after I deal with this. You survive. Can I set the tone for you real quick? Can I say that Rylu's backpack got jostled open and the music box opened, and so now there's, like, music in the background? Okay, so... <laughs> you now know that an intrusion is coming. Why don't you describe the farce that is the two of you getting Hillian on this table as Tiuna watches in horror from where she has spit a nail... <laughs> some iridescent goo. We're really the Scooby-Doo group about this, aren't we? That's a choice of descriptor. What <laughs> happens? It's conducting an experiment. It's all perfectly normal. <laughs> if we're we the, die... Oh, go ahead. Like, we're the non-physically abusive Three Stooges. Right. <laughs> if we die, all I'm saying is that Riley wanted to get out of here like two hours ago. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so here's how I see it going down, and then I definitely want to see uh, Hillian's idea of it. But, uh, so Hillian's like, oh, we should go and, you know, help me up there. So Riley's like, of course, sweet summer child. And then, uh, walks over there and does, like, the whole hand boost, but, like, they start to, uh, like, their knee, like, buckles just a little bit because Hillian, Hillian's older, right? Like, in his, yeah, like, his 30s. 
Uh, I want to say it's like mid to late twenties. Yeah, so like not expecting because sees as a summer child lifts tries to lift up Hillian and it just doesn't work as well. So their backpack gets jostled and the the music box falls onto the floor and opens up. And I don't know if we've actually seen this before, so I'm going to describe it. It's a little music box with uh, actual like quote unquote living musicians inside of it. And this jovial music starts playing in the background and then Hillian's hands come down onto the buttons. Yeah, I imagine that it falls out and Hillian gets distracted by like little cries of before the the little musicians, you know, get up and do their job, which is start playing music. And Hillian's looking down, has like a hand up on the table and pushes down just like that hand and puts another hand up, pushes down and then like tries to boost themselves up. This is, I love the idea that this is their job. Like they come here for like, oh, this is their nine to five is being inside this music box. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Hillian does all of these things. Rylu does all of these things. And you press an unimaginably large number of buttons, considering you have no idea what any of them do. The Numenera that was there not only completes like that, but the arms move over to the far right, place it in like a holding area, and then they go back and they start working independently on building different things. You have no idea what they are, but they are working really quickly. They're just building other other items. The pool that Tuna is looking at starts filling in double time and your nail does nothing. It just floats there. There, It just totally ignores it and is just floating on top. It probably gets pushed over towards one of the sides and it starts getting full. The iridescent liquid starts to take a shape that starts to solidify and it's almost it's almost turning into like a jelly that is slowly hardening into something else, but it is starting to get pretty tall. The one on the other side is turning, has the top layer is fully green, and as it's going up, the iridescent stuff is starting to flow over the green, and the green is turning solid, and it is turning into a shape that seems to have a bunch of scales on it, but it is like a solid block. It doesn't look like it's turning into something you recognize, but it's a solid block of something. The light upstairs goes off, then it starts to flicker again, and you see uh, three solid lights turn on up there that are that iridescent indigo color. So yeah, all of those things start happening. The one that the Numenera that is now off to the right on the side, if anyone wants to do a quick investigation, I'll tell you what you see. No? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'll use understanding Numenera to do that. Okay. So just to look at it, in this case, I will tell you that it is a globe that looks like it's a bunch of nested globes inside each other. And so it's just layer, 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 layer. Until you see in the center, there is another geometric shape of that iridescent liquid. And it's just held suspended in this globe that is roughly 24 inches around and that and it is just constantly moving inside the globe um uh, yeah (laughs) let's just roll for that that's that's a seven okay or a, a 19 i mean yeah are you touching it are you doing anything else what are you doing i i'm inspecting it um how are you inspecting it Uh, I'm moving along the table to get towards it, and I'll just look over it. Are you being careful not to step on more buttons as you walk across the table? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) of course. I mean, Hillian recognizes, you know, he he made a mistake. Not acknowledging Um, it, though? Not saying anything about it? Just, eh, people know. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty clear that I pushed some buttons, y'all, um... I don't know what's going to happen here, but the, the Numenera is complete. It didn't explode, but maybe it'll help. And so Hillian kind of walks along the table, avoiding the arms as best possible and makes it to the Numenera and starts investigating it. So, yeah, that's what you see. And I mean, what you see is that there are all of these 
it looks like like it's clear like crystal like you can just see everything and all of the layers are it's almost like a um oh, what is that candy it's not a jawbreaker but that layered candy you can get That's yeah it's like that only you can see all of the layers down and you can see that there are a lot like if you wanted to take the time to count them you could tell that there are just several layers nested together all around this shape that is just constantly in movement. It doesn't look like it's trying to do anything, it's just moving. As the minor effect, uh, can I know if it's safe to handle? As far as, yes. Um, this You feel like you can pick this up because it, it just looks like whatever is possibly dangerous is inside. You don't see any place in particular to hold it, although you do see like a little nipple space on it facing away from you. Nipple? Yeah, like a little nipple. Okay. Hey, I think we can carry this. Maybe this with the rod will help us. I mean, I, I don't want to doubt what you're saying, Rylu, about the, the rod being our, our, you know, thing that will fix everything, but Maybe we have two things that can fix everything now. Listen, whatever gets us out of here as soon as it gets us out of here is fine with me. Grab the thing and let's let's see what we can do. Cool. <laughs> so you said the liquid inside the Numenera looks like the same liquid that's on the two tables? Mm-hmm. Can Riley roll a perception check to see if they can find a panel? Because otherwise they're just going to be standing there not doing anything. Sure. Um, okay, so I'm gonna apply effort to it, and what what level was it? Was it five or was it seven? I can't. I think seven was for the buttons. I think five. Five. So that puts it down to a four with the level of effort. I don't think I have anything else really. Um, climbing is not gonna help me at all. Is this is this considered understanding Numenera because I'm looking for this hatch, or is this more of a because is this whole device a Numenera thing or not quite? I think I gave understanding Numenera to Tiuna. For finding the hatch? Okay, well then I have an inability in that, so that puts it back up to a five. Cool. Um, <laughs> I can't do anything. Um, What's your role? Well, it's a waste of effort, that's what that was, but I used the effort to keep it at a five instead of making it a six. Uh nope. one away, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> God. Well, actually, it went up to a six for you, right? No, it stayed at a five because I applied a level of effort. That's unfortunate. Nope, you don't find anything. Tiuna, you hear what Hillian's saying, and you see that the thing around you is growing pretty quickly. It's about a foot up and still climbing. And as you can, it, the liquid is pooling around the outside. It's like... If you had a pitcher of water and you were pouring it over a stone and it were going around all the sides, just it's coming from the bottom, coming up on the sides and filling into the center. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it's um, doing that and just building and building and building and your nail is doing nothing. The other one is a solid green cube that as the liquid comes up top, it is turning green and growing and it's that one's probably about two and a half feet tall now. You don't know when it's going to stop. And it's it's filling the table. So it's about, yeah, it's a good 10 feet long cube. Okay. It's green. Are you doing anything? Um, yeah, Tina's going to climb down from the ladder. So, so she's not like right next to it. Um, and you said like when it fills to the top part, it started to solidify. So it's like liquid on the bottom and more solid on top. I'm sorry. What I'm saying is that from the bottom to the top in the middle is solid. And oh, gotcha. The liquid is coming up from the bottom along the sides to the top and then solidifying at the top until it reaches whatever point it's going to stop doing that at. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Tina's just going to get down off the thing to get away from it and say, um, okay, I, I think it's time to try Riley's plan and just get out of here. Um, if nothing else, we should go to the higher platform so that we're not right here by whatever this stuff is because if it if the stuff that's solidifying reliquifies and gets all over us we have no idea what it'll do so if nothing else we should get to the higher platforms so that we're not 
in range of whatever this thing is. And we can try to wait and see what happens or we can get out of here and try to come back later and try to stop it once things have hopefully deactivated on their own. I do have a great way to seal off this place if we do decide to do that later as well. I'm very suspicious of letting Edelale in here himself. And I think that um, we should discuss it on our way out if that is the decision we decide to take. Oh yeah, we definitely should not let anyone else in here. Like we shouldn't tell anyone about this. We should yeah. just say that we found this stuff in the woods. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, who knows what this stuff could do. Um, but I'm going to take this one. And Hillian holds up the ball. <laughs> okay. Oh. So when you do that, a couple of things happen. Oh, no. First, one of the arms comes up and like hits you in the butt with some sort of Numenera. And it doesn't do anything. Okay. It's just like trying to put it in that alcove. And yeah. there is yet another piece of Numenera that has appeared that is now pressing on your behind. <laughs> and then as you touch the globe, you are, your mind is inundated with what sounds like gibberish. Like you just hear, it's almost like you're in a an auditorium with mm -hmm. a bunch of people waiting for a concert and all of them are shouting at once but it's all just gibberish. And so as soon as you touch it, it's like you're in this crowded room with a bunch of people yelling things that you don't understand. I think Hillian would drop it. All right. Sure. Yeah, so I, I like, that's definitely not something Hillian would have expected. And so... Um... And if I can interrupt you for just a second. Yeah. This is something the GM did not anticipate. I love you all so, so, so much. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so with the the chorus of yelling and gibberish, um, I think it would stun or startle Hillian, and they might just kind of toss it. Toss it where? Off Away. <laughs> Okay, so you're facing off the table. Yeah. And you toss this thing onto the ground. And so I, I'm on the, the north table. I imagine yep. I would toss it towards the southwest table. Oh, okay. Sure. So you toss it towards that and it hits the ground. And it's surprisingly sturdy. Like it looks like it's crystal or whatever, but it is like when you touched it, it was. It felt really almost like metal. So it's, mm -hmm. it's clear substance that is super, it's actually pretty sturdy. And it just starts rolling. So yeah, that happened. Uh, maybe we should go. What about, the one, <laughs> what about the one pushing you in the butt? I don't look back. <laughs> I, I just dropped a huge piece of Numenera. <laughs> yep. Nothing happened. What about the rest of you? What are y'all doing? Uh, Tiana was pretty close to the other table, so she saw the um, that sphere drop pretty close to her. <laughs> uh, so she's just gonna because there was mentioned that it might help solve the issue. She's just gonna like grab it up in her scarf real quick and then just make her way up to that higher platform. Like not even wait for explanation or anything. She's she like grabs it in her scarf so that she's not touching it with her skin and then running up to the the higher platform. Okay. Other people? Uh, Rylu will help Hillian get down and just be like, oh, are you okay? Let's <laughs> let's get out of here. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, Jacques's pretty startled. I, I think it's time to go. Poor little Jacques. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you move out of the way, the other thing drops the Numenera into the alcove and goes and starts to build another one. And as it's going, the, the second one comes and drops another Numenera into the other one. And... It looks like they're just in overdrive building random Numenera. You have no idea what they're doing. Meanwhile, the... <laughs> so the first one, the green cube, has reached about five feet tall and nine <laughs> feet long, and it has stopped. And it is just sitting there and you two are running 
you have to run past it to get to where Tuna is, so you all are the Hillian and Rylu are doing that. Yeah, yeah, totally. So as you run past it, you see that it's starting to develop some cracks and parts are starting to flake off. Who knows what that means? But it's just a cube, a green cube where that's developing some cracks and starting to fall apart, almost like the walls of the ruins where you were able to chip away the chip away to get your spider filament. Yeah. It just it looks like it immediately aged and is starting to fall apart. So you don't know what that means. It's just that's what's happening. Huh. And Jess, you are now you have climbed the twenty feet up to the other platform where there was the hologram and now all three of those tables are glowing do you wish to investigate them as you stand there or what are you doing um tina will sort of like glance at them to see if she can figure anything out but most of her attention will still be on what's going on downstairs especially since um hillian and Riley, i guess are still down there and might be in danger <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one one thing. Did, did we pick up the musicians? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so the music uh, is still going on all this time. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so Hillian Tina, hasn't moved yet. Hillian can grab him real quick. <laughs> Tina will, like, glance at the tables to make sure there's nothing, like, obviously dangerous, but definitely, like, most of her attention will be on the, the people downstairs still. Yeah, so Hillian has... As he makes his way to the gap to go under and uh, make their way towards the entrance of the room, we'll, we'll scoop up the musicians in the box and close it. They look horrified. They I'm look sure they do. <laughs> Sorry, uh, you 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 all can go back to sleep. Uh, closes it and then um, I think he probably chucks it into his bag as um, he makes his way to the door with um, with Rylu. So just opens their bag, opens his bag, and throws this thing in with the Numenera rod. Tosses it haphazardly is what's happening. Yep. Not caring in, in the slightest about anything that happens with that rod. Just like, it'll be fine. Yep. Cool. All right, moving on. Can I say that I imagine, and I don't want to put Hillian on the spot, but like I imagine that Hillian has talked to the musicians before and that he has a name for each one of them. Like, Riley will open it up and Hillian's like, oh, hello there, little whatever your name is. Um, if Hillian has named them, they're all named Jock. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, hello, violin Jock. And hello to you, accordion Jock. <laughs> That's... I like your oompa, little tuba Jock. <laughs> okay, so you all move on and... Tuna, from where, from your vantage point, you can just see that that one table is an overdrive creating stuff, and the uh, the cubes are are the other two the tables are fully formed and just degrading at different rates. And as it as it's happening, you're just watching, and it's slowly falling into what looks like the shape of the the hologram creature. That's what you're seeing. Is is it? It is slowly falling apart and becoming what looks like the structure of those creatures. The tables near you are lit up, but they are not doing anything currently. Well, <laughs> so are, are Hithian and Rylu up where Tuna is now? Enough time has passed that yes. Yeah. Okay, so they can also look down and see that th that thing seems to be creating one of those creatures. It is, yes. And now both of them are starting to degrade into that. I mean, climbing 20 feet takes a little time, so sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in that case, Tuna will say, okay, well, we've figured out what's going on down there. I was right about at least part of it. I, I, it seemed like it was creating one of those creatures, and I was hoping that me throwing my fingernail and the other one would, like, corrupt the DNA sequencing and would stop it, but it did not, which is fine. So there's going to be <laughs> two of them. Um, so now we have some options. We can either try to destroy this entire area or block it off, or we can wait until it's done and try to talk to the creatures that it creates and see if they can figure out how to help us, if they can figure out how to help the town. Well, from the looks of the other one on the, on the, on the hologram, 
they weren't doing so well and they they might ask us for help which you know they, if they need help we should help them well don't see there you think that if they could have just created life that they would have done it themselves and stopped them from coming to extinction i don't think that this is quite what we think it is if they could just appear out of nowhere they probably would have done so when they would not have left this giant space yeah i think that's entirely possible i think it also could have been any number of things that like they didn't have the technology perfected yet and something in the time since their civilization fell you know like kicked it into gear maybe one of the buttons that we pressed at some point during our time here but i basically the point that i'm making is this is clearly making those creatures and our options are to try to talk with them or to like block them off from everything else and i don't feel right about just blocking them off and potentially sentencing them to death without even figuring any without like speaking with them and seeing if we can communicate because I can understand their language. Well, if there are creatures here, then that's something that I can easily deal with. I think that if we're going to stay here, this doesn't seem like it's something that's going to kill us right now. We should do that because if we leave and this starts creating real creatures and not whatever that is, they could come out and cause trouble or perhaps good, but they could cause trouble. So I think it would be best. I also think that since we're in this control room, uh, we've already pressed so many buttons, why stop now? Uh, we should, someone should go and see if we can get another hologram up here since you can understand them. Someone not, that's not me, of course. I feel the opposite way. I feel like we should definitely not touch any more buttons and maybe wait until those creatures are done forming and see if they actually like come to life or if this is just like building a statue or something. Like, I feel like we should not touch anything else and we should wait until someone who can read this language can tell us what's going on. I mean, how scary it must be for them if if they are alive. They, they, they're coming to in a place where there's so much death and decay. They're where they, they're people used to be. I, I don't know how that would be. I feel bad. So what do you think we should do? I mean, it's one versus one like it always is. I thought we were on the same page here. I thought we both agreed we should wait and talk to them. Oh, well, we should talk to them, but I was saying that we should push some but more buttons up there to find if we can get another hologram to talk to you. <laughs> I, no. I, think, I, I think we need to... I, I think we should wait and see if these these things are going to, to come alive. And I think maybe a, a little bit of discretion with the buttons is, is is good. But if we find a button that we're pretty sure does what we need it to, we shouldn't hesitate to press it. All right, it sounds like we're waiting then. Um, let's, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Jess, what are you doing with the new area you're holding? Oh, now that we've gotten out of that area, I guess Tiana might try to investigate it and see if she can figure out exactly what it is. Okay. So, what in, what's entailed in that? Um. As Tiana pulls it out, I, uh, Hillian says, I thought it'd be okay to hold it, but then I heard a whole bunch of voices, so I don't suggest picking it up. Okay. Riley just, like, uh, looks at you. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can just scan it to get information um, or do a, an intellect roll. Sure, do an intellect roll. Okay, um, I'm going to use my understanding Numenera. Or I guess, like, what's the difficulty on it? <laughs> yeah. All right, so you're just doing an intellect roll with understanding Numenera. So I would say this is something you have no idea about. You have time for, you have the information from Hillian that you can sort of incorporate. So we'll make it a TD5 minus one, not one step, but minus one. So it's like you have an asset because Hillian told you what they have told you. So it's a, your target number is 14. Okay. What you gonna do? Oh, nice. Okay. So you're able to link together that Hillian said they heard voices, nothing bad happened when they dropped it and they didn't feel any ill effects from touching it. And you're able to put together that you understand this language. So it might be something that you can touch and maybe get more information on. That's pretty much what you get out of it. You feel like, oh, I might be able to learn more than Hillian was, because I understand the language thanks to my comprehension graft. Okay. 
in that case, she's going to hand Hillian her indestructible scarf and say, I need your help with something. I'm going to touch this thing to see if I can learn anything from it. If it seems like I'm having a bad reaction, wrap it in my scarf because it's indestructible. Like if it seems like something is happening with it and just like pull, pull me away from it. Oh, okay. As long as you think you're going to be okay. Well, there's only one way to find out. And she touches it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we will stop for today. <laughs> wow. Thank you all. This has been super, super fun. And I knew exactly what was going to happen the entire time. No surprises <laughs> at all. That sounds right. I may have said earlier in the game. Says every GM ever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. I'm Kelrick. I'm your GM. You can find me here all the time. I love EQP and working with these people, making these super fun games. I don't know why I said working with these people. It's playing. This is brilliant. You're so much fun. We're working so hard. <laughs> oh my so gosh. Oh, oh, law. What shall we do? It's hard to be as sassy as Rylu. <laughs> I'm Jess. Uh, you can find me online at WriteJessR. Um, I do this show, Cumanera and Slasher, which is so much fun. Because I'm the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find my other stuff too at writejust.com. I am Aaron. Hello. Uh, I do this and I that's pretty much it. I do a ton of other things like school and stuff, but that's not interesting. Uh, you can find me at Space Persona on Twitter and I'm trying to be a lot more active on there. So hopefully you'll see me on there. Hi, I'm Kenny. You can find me on the Twitter at PunderDrone. Um, I am involved in every EQP show currently, uh, including Slasher, where I am the director, helping Jess murder people uh, and providing uh, so some suspense. Uh, and I'm also on at ProRestarter's channel right now for The Witcher, which plays every other Wednesday. And I will be doing another thing starting in April that I can't discuss yet. Yay! <laughs> All right. Bye. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>